Hello, Weekly Dosers, and welcome into the Weekly Dose, part of the Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. It is Friday, not Monday. It's Friday, April 10th. Let's start your weekend, I guess that's probably best. Yeah, let's start that. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Sorry it's taken me this long to get a weekly dose in, but, um, you know, I've been busy. We've been off. Mindy and I have been off for two weeks, and uh, you all know me, I think, unless you're a brand new listener, you have no idea who I am. Well, I'll explain a little bit. Uh, I am an aspiring podcaster. I do podcast, so I've reached that aspiration because I do it, but I uh, am, am seeking it in a professional manner, right? So what that includes is, you know, having successful podcasts, but also of late doing the more business aspect of what I'd like to do in the podcast world, which is to help people launch podcasts, launch podcasts for people, edit podcasts for people, write jingles, intro, intros and outros and all that stuff for people's podcasts. That's what I'm doing. <clears throat> and because we had this wonderful two weeks off because of the stay-at-home order here in Los Angeles County, I've had the opportunity to really focus on that stuff. And I've used that time instead of podcasting, uh, this doing this podcast to build the website and do a lot of things. Another thing that we're doing, which I just started working on this morning, was migrating our show from the host that we've been using for many, many, many years, Podbean, uh, migrating from Podbean to another hosting site. And the reason is it's a lot cheaper for us. So as we're running and building this business, we want things to be a little bit more cost effective so that we can use that money for other things like investing in the business. So we're moving everything and I'm in the process of doing that because it's right now it's uh, six podcasts that I manage and then if we bring the models in the morning also into that, which I haven't talked to them about that yet, that's uh, that'll be seven shows and you can put them all in one place. Whereas with Podbean, they have that option, but it's like a hundred bucks a month or something like that. And this place that we want to go to, it's it's like 20 bucks a month and it's based on your download. So the more downloads we get, the more expensive it becomes. But um, it's very, very manageable and it's a really awesome interface and dashboard. And I'm super, super happy that I found it. And I'm blown away that I've been using uh, Podbean all this time. They're just clunky. And they're, they're, they've been fine to us. Their support is great. And we've been using them for, like I said, for a long time. But uh, it, we found something better. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So all everything will be migrating over to that. I've already migrated Bitches Whining. Uh, this will be my next show. That's one of the reasons why I was inspired to write or uh, to do a show this morning is because, uh, or this afternoon, actually, it's 1238 now, to do a show today is that I can upload it and I'm testing everything out because you have to work with the feeds and all that stuff so we don't lose our subscribers. Right. But if you listen on Podbean, you're not hearing this. I need to make sure that we let our listeners know who do listen on Podbean to switch to another podcatcher. So anyway, these past two weeks have been wonderful because I'm able to get a lot of things done, but there have some things that I, there's, there's some things that I haven't got done like this podcast, but today is the day and I'm going to do it and I'm going to come back to doing it. And to be truthful, 
I haven't been incredibly happy with all of the things that are out there to be shared in the podcast world because most of it is coronavirus related. And that stuff just sort of isn't fun. It's not fun to deliver. It's not fun to talk about. So I've uh, today picked some more fun stuff because truthfully, what I want from this podcast is for it to be much like the Jason and Mindy podcast, also the difference between us and really like all the podcasts that I do, I want it to be a break for you from all of that stuff. We hear about it way too much. It's in our face. Uh, Not just the coronavirus stuff, but just negative news in general. And I've always wanted to be someone that gives you something a little more funny, a little more on the lighter side, maybe even uplifting. So that is what I want from the weekly dose. You know, this show is about uh, how many months old I started it in, I forget when I started it now. Uh, It's not very old, but, you know, when you're developing a show, it takes time to really find what it is that you want from the show. It took the Jason and Mindy podcast, well, it started with Three is Comedy. It took us so long to figure out exactly what we wanted to do and figure out our rhythm. You know, and then once you find that, it's very easy. Now you can just fit it into that little bit of a, a structure and you just deliver it. You don't always hit home runs, but that's, that's the, you know, the point is to find your voice. And with this show, that's definitely what I want is to give you guys something positive, something good, something fun, something to laugh about that we can laugh about together. So here it is, the weekly dose. As I said, it's Friday, April 10th. And let's begin this bad boy. First thing here, police in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina rescued uh, a family of ducklings that fell down a drain. You see how positive and wonderful that is. The babies were reunited with their mother and escorted by the officers to a nearby pond. You know, I have to admit, uh, um, and maybe this is morbid of me, and I don't know how it happens, right, where you're doing any kind of surfing on anything, and and Facebook is one of those that you'll just be browsing, and you'll stumble across a video. When that video is done, another one uploads, and another one uploads. And for whatever reason, I've been getting these, you know, animals that, that, that different animals that are fighting with each other and stuff like that. And again, it's, it's not, it's not positive. It's it's a little bit morbid, but it's incredibly fascinating to watch some of these videos and see nature unfold like that. I can't watch too many of them because I don't really like to see that sort of thing, especially when, you know, I mean, but you'll see, for example, you'll see uh, hyenas picking on or, or picking on a lioness, right? And you're like, oh my God, what? And you feel bad for the, for the lioness, right? But you know that lions are just wrecking, wrecking the animal kingdom, you know, and, and feasting on just their prey and, you know, vulnerable prey and stuff like that. But still you feel bad for that, that lioness, right? And then all of a sudden uh, that whole thing, there's, there's a bunch of them, right? A bunch of hyenas all gathered around this lioness and then her, her homies show up and then it just scatters and it's just crazy. It's insane to watch nature unfold like that and the violence that exists in it, you know, uh, it's really wild. That's, you know, that's not very positive, is it? Anyway, it's just funny to, to, when you, when you go down the rabbit hole of social media, what you come across. Next thing, uh, when it comes to stocks and bonds, not all baby names are created equal. A quirky new piece of research has listed the top baby names for the future financial advisor of the family. The study concludes the most financially successful names for a boy. A successful name for a boy is Andrew. While Anna came in at number one for the girls. Anna and Andrew. Ah. 
What a cute couple they are. Uh, don't like the name Andrew for your son, Sam, Alex, Christopher, and Darren. What? Rounded out the top five best boy names for investment returns. Those are old names, right? Sam, Alex, Christopher, and Darren. Uh, the new names that are out are not those. Darren? That's almost like Gary is one of those that's probably going extinct. Anyway, for girls, Anna was followed by the names Maria, Laura, Helen, and Sarah. Those are so plain. Maybe it's because there's more of them in the world. Uh, what about names to avoid? The research also picked out the worst names for investment success. Moms and dads, be sure to steer clear of these boy names. Ollie, Rob, Dan, Chris, and Dominic. Similarly, the worst baby names for girl investors are Karen, Claire, Lisa, Jennifer, and Rachel. So there you go. But I guess just like anything else, if uh, Rachel came along and had some really smart investing sense and dominated the investment world, that could change. It has nothing to do with the name. It's just a fun little statistic that these statisticians just spent some time working on. Uh, cars aren't the only things with rear detection technology anymore. Stanford researchers are working on a smart toilet that can identify the user's butt to help determine their health. The state-of-the-art toilet bowl is outfitted with a scanner that reads users' derrieres. The flush level is also equipped with fingerprint scanners. The toilet is fitted with technology that can detect a range of disease markers in stool and urine, including those of some cancers, such as colorectal or urologic cancers. The data is then matched to the specific user via the rump recognition technology. The smart toilet also comes with a urinalysis strip that can help identify 10 different disease signifying biomarkers. 21 subjects have already tested the smart throne. Uh, I'm being told that users, that, that uh, it uses an app that swipes left so that you don't have to. <laughs> Get it? Swipes left? Depends on how you're sitting on the toilet. Uh, it seems like you'd want to swipe north and south, though, right? Not left, because you might get it on your butt cheek. All right, let's move on. That wasn't funny. Someone has uploaded video to YouTube that appears to be a telescope shot of the moon in daylight. The camera zooms in on the sharply lit crescent horizon. This reveals several objects apparently flying close to its surface, casting convincing shadows as they move from sunlight into darkness. The objects are clearly uh, miles long, even the scale involved and the shadows cast. Give, oh, given, sorry, given the scale involved in the shadows cast. It's the only video on YouTube channel, on the YouTube channel named John Michael Tannick. So check that out. Look it up. John Jean Michael Tannick. It's the only YouTube on his channel. Uh, but apparently, there's some things that are revolving around the moon that are fairly large. Wonder what they are. Uh, see, this is great, right? You're enjoying this. A survey suggests the amount of time a woman spends shopping during her lifetime adds up to more than eight years. Damn. How much of that is online? 
Market researcher research company OnePoll said its online survey of 2,000 women indicated the average woman will spend 25,184 hours and 53 minutes buying food, clothing, and other items during a 63-year period. Damn, that adds, that is, adds up to eight years. The survey suggests women make about 301 trips to various stores during one year, amounting to uh, about 399 hours and 46 minutes, with groceries accounting for 84 of the shopping excursions and 90 of the trips being attributed to clothing and shoes, accessories, and health and beauty items. That's a lot of shopping in a 63-year period. Eight years. Wow. Uh, in a study, married people, 43%, very happy, are happier than unmarrieds, 24%. And it holds up for men as well as for women and for the old as well as the young. Overall, parents are happier than adults who have no children. Bull, that's bull. Uh, but the gap disappears once a person's marital status is considered. That is, married people with children are about as happy as married people without children. And unmarried people with children are about as happy as unmarried people without children. So there you go. I agree. Being married is pretty pretty cool. I like it. I enjoy it. It's nice to have someone to hang out with, you know. Um, so I dig that. I think I'm... I, I can't say I'd be happier being unmarried. I think I'd be pretty damn bored. We, uh, Mindy and I keep each other very entertained and it's wonderful. A 30-something New Yorker seeking a germ-free girlfriend during the coronavirus pandemic has hung dating flyers along city running paths. The man who prefers to only be identified as Brad, aka steadymanforyou at gmail.com says in the flyer that he's seeking girlfriend for coronavirus and beyond and describes himself as a healthy, attractive, well-employed man who's looking for germ-free monogamy. Please be healthy, fit, and clean. This, folks, is the new normal. I was reading something that Dr. Fauci, I think that's how you pronounce his name, is saying that we should never shake hands again. This is the new normal. I'm not happy with this new normal. What do you do about it, though? What can be done? Honestly, what can be done? This is not like, hey, I don't like this job. Let me get another. Or, hey, I don't like living here. Let me move to another state or another, uh, you know, another country. This is everyone doing this. And it can't be avoided. I'm not I'm not sure how I want to how how you feel about it but I like being connected to other people. I'm not saying I like going around touching every one of them, but I do shake people's hands, I do get in close proximity, I do have conversations, we do hang out in large groups. I just man, if this is the new normal, I'm not sure I'm into this new normal because of a of a virus? Honestly, are we afraid of dying? I get, I get it. No one wants to be sick. Trust me, I don't want to be sick. But I also don't want to live my entire existence afraid and in fear. I just, uh, I just, I feel like people have have bitten the apple on this one. Get it? Because my logo is an apple that's bitten. I feel like people have bitten the apple on this one, and and they just bought into it. The only reason why I'm going to go out 
side of my home and wear a mask is because it's an ordinance here. But other than that, I just, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this new way of living. And I hope, I hope like many of the other things that have come along, it fades. Most of the people that have gotten the coronavirus have lived through it. Some people have died, but some people have died from everything. If we treated everything the same way, right? Like we get into a car, you know, people, people die in car accidents way more than have died of the coronavirus. I don't have stats in front of you, but I know it's way more. It has to be, but are we going to stop driving? You see, we bit the apple and uh, I promised you at the beginning of this, that this would be uh, happy news. But hell, it's my podcast. I'll throw my opinions in where I want to. All right, let's uh, let's move on here. If you're one of the many people who get the bulk of their vitamins from pills, not food, then you might be hurting yourself. Institute of Medicine researchers say there's no proof that mega doses of antioxidants like vitamin C and A help the body. And in fact, they do more harm than good. Doesn't say what harm they do. But I believe what this is implying is that, hey, get your vitamins from your food. Try that. Most of us eat a lot of meat, which there's there's nutrients in that. But you want to you sprinkle in some veggies and some of those things that have some of these natural vitamins, or as they say in, uh, in the UK, vitamins. I think they say vitamins. Someone will correct me. All right. Hard work really does pay off, say scientists at the Academy of Finland who found that perseverance leads to better grades and higher achievement in school. In school. Being passionate is not enough to ensure academic success, says uh, researchers who identified grit as a key to success. This defines as effort in pursuing long-term goals and the determination to continue one's efforts in spite of adversity. Researchers found that the factor that best predicts grit was commitment to goals with previous academic achievement playing no role in developing the skill. So hard work, man. That's what pays off. Do you agree? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I was talking to my good buddy, Antonio, uh, yesterday and, uh, Antonio Holman, he's, uh, he's a podcaster. He's the podcaster who created four principles of success. Really, really great guy. He's also doing some real estate investing podcasts right now. Smart guy, very driven like myself. We're around the same age. We're both drummers. We have a lot in common. And we wrapped a little bit yesterday and kind of threw out some of our, mm, I guess we kind of threw out some of our obstacles, challenges that we're having in the world of podcasting. And, you know, one of those for me is that we've been doing our show, the Jason Mini Podcast. There's three different reincarnations of it, but, you know, 580 something episodes over five years. Uh, and the downloads just haven't grown to the place where I want to. And he said something really intelligent to me, and I'm really considering it. He says, sometimes when something isn't working, you have to pivot. Now, that doesn't mean we change the Jason and Mindy podcast, but it means me as a, as a, a driven, hardworking podcaster, 
it means that I consider doing maybe different types of shows or I pivot how my approach to how I want to earn a living in the podcast world, meaning doing some of the things like I'm doing like consultation and, and podcast launching and all of that. So it's very, very good advice. And I don't know if Antonio listens to this podcast. Uh, if you do, but I appreciate that advice. I take it to heart. I think that hard work does pay off but you also have to have an ability to evaluate whether that work is going in the direction that you want. And if it's not, then you have to pivot. It's good advice, Antonio. Thank you for it. I appreciate it. I think he's texting me literally right now too. Uh, um, okay. Next thing here, a woman, this is sort of funny stuff. I'm trying something out on you. So let me know if it works or not, please. A woman sprayed a Walmart cashier in the eyes with Lysol after being told that there was a limit on the number of cans she could buy at Walmart. They call that a clean getaway. <laughs> All right. A passenger claims an Aer Lingus staff member pulled her from the toilet with her pants still down and threw her in her seat as the flight was about to take off because she had to take a dookie. You ever have that experience where you got to go, right? You know, man, you've been on the runway a little long and that poop's coming, right? Or that pee, whatever. And there, it's like, let's take off already. And then she's, this lady was was in mid-poop. And the flight attendant's like, no, get out of there. Uh, on Delta, they'd call that a, a, an upgraded seat. Again, I'm trying this out on you. may, may really suck. Last thing here, some Blaze Pizza locations in the U.S. are selling two for $2, two for $2 toilet paper rolls right at the register. Makes sense. Every time I order Blaze Pizza, I'm always, ha I'm always having to go number two. <laughs> yeah, that was just okay. Please let me know, though. Uh, anyway, here, next, moving on. Body parts we don't need anymore, Okay. We have a number of body parts that are, well, useless. Here are some facts about body parts we don't actually need. The pinky toe, there is speculation that since we no longer have to run out for dinner and we wear sneakers, the pinky toe's evolutionary purpose is disappearing and maybe the pinky itself will go away, uh, go the way of the dodo. The dodo. Wish I knew more. All right, wisdom teeth. This third set of molars is largely useless. Got, my, got some of mine pulled out uh, this year. Doing little beyond crowding the mouth and sometimes causing pain and, and also hard to get to, hard to clean, right? Uh, next thing, mm, I may have a tough time with this one. Vomerona, uh, vor, mm, vome, vomeronasal. Vomeronasal organ. Mm. The the there are tiny and useless chemoreceptors lining the inside of the nose. And we name everything, don't we? How do you come? Just think about this for a minute. Take a moment and think about the things that we just know now, and how we come across this information. Someone had to literally pull every single piece of a deceased human body apart to go, what's this? Oh, well, that's different. Hey, that's in a, that's in a different spot. Hey, there's some lining. There's some lining inside the nose. That's weird. And then we named it. What a job. What an, I mean, I had a tough time building a web page 
I can't even imagine pulling body parts and then naming them and just, man. But thank you for doing that. Next thing, most body hair, while facial hair serves some purposes, the hair found on the rest of the body is practically useless and can be removed with uh, few ill effects. Female vos deferens. What is that? A cluster of dead end tubules. Tubules near the ovaries are the remains of what could have turned into sperm ducts. Sperm ducts. Alternate back doors for sperm in case there's just too many knocking at the door. Hey man, we can't get in here. Let's go around the backside. Don't need to go around the backside anymore. Male uterus. Whoa. Yeah, men have one too, sort of. The remains of this undeveloped female reproductive organ hangs on one side of the male prostate gland. There it is, just chilling. Could have been a woman, but nope. And then the last thing, of course, we all know this, the appendix. Yep, your appendix is basically useless. Well, it does produce some white blood cells. Most people are fine with an appendectomy. I haven't had one. I still have my appendix. Still there. Let's move on. We have new information to report. All right, this is sort of wacky news. Let's get into it. A man in Massachusetts could be facing criminal charges after he allegedly coughed and spit on produce at a stop and shop. The incident escalated into a physical confrontation with other customers and store staff. In a Facebook video, the man is seen being pinned to the ground. Just how? By who? People? We just assume that it's other people? And just pinned himself to the grid. Did he pin himself? We don't know. Watch the video. A Florida man was arrested after authorities say he intentionally coughed. A bunch of coughing going on here. Coughed on an employee at a hardware store. Mm. Officials said Christopher Canfora. Christopher. He could be a good uh, investor. We learned that earlier, right, in this podcast because his name is Christopher. He could be a successful investor. Instead, he's coughing on people in hardware stores. Officials said Christopher Canfora, age 49, is facing a charge of aggravated assault after the incident. Uh, an employee at Harbor Freight Tools told deputies Canfora approached her to comment about the social distancing measures the store was taking. You see the new norm that I hate. Canfora stated, he, he's, I am this guy right here. Confora stated, this is all getting out of hand, then proceeded to cough on her while she was at the register. Confora told her he does the same to people wearing masks and was going to a grocery store to do it again. Wow. He's a drive-by coffer. You see? You see? This is the new norm, people. Prepare yourself. Do you want this? Okay? Do you want this more than getting sick? You can't cough you can't cough in public. You must live in a bubble. Have fun. Next thing, a New Jersey man is facing burglary and weapons charges after he allegedly broke into a home while naked and armed. Did he have a holster to hold his gun? Right? I mean, think about it. You've always got to be holding the gun if you're naked like that. You better have a holster or something to put it in. What if you got to climb through the window? You need both hands. What if you got to break in? You need both hands. 
After Terrence Edwards left that home, police allege he attempted to break into a nearby residence, but was not successful. You know why he wasn't successful? Because he didn't have the use of both hands. He did not have a holster for his gun. Police say he told them he had the coronavirus. Of course he did. Everybody's got that. Everybody that's a criminal, apparently, right? Everybody that's just coughing and whatever. Next thing, a 26-year-old man in California allegedly punched his mother for hiding toilet paper from him. Adrian Yan was arrested and charged with battery after an argument over toilet paper escalated into a physical confrontation. Yan wanted toilet paper and stated getting upset with his mother because she was hiding it. How dare you? She told authorities she hid it because he was using too much. You know, get in the shower if you're using too much. Or maybe you just got a little too much... I don't know, hair, useless hair, right? Because we just learned that that's useless and it's just getting all hung up in it and it's just messy, right? But this is a time, Mr. California man, Mr. Adrian uh, from California, 26-year-old, this is a time to ease up on the toilet paper use so mom will be fine giving it to you. But he punched his mom? Man, talk about anal. (laughs) Talk about being anal. (laughs) All right, let's move on. A couple in China thought they could get away with not paying at a toll booth by covering up their license plate. The couple grinned for a traffic camera as they drove past with a concealed license plate, but a police officer stopped them a short time later and found the digits on their plate had been deliberately covered, so they got in trouble. Is the moral of that. It is the moral of Let's move on to the water cooler question. It's this! And it's, uh, ooh, I'm not going to give you a hint. I'm not going to give you a hint. I was going to give you a hint. Not going to do that. 93% of us say we buy this every month. This every month. What is it? Now I'll give you a hint because I already asked the question and it's fun to give hints, isn't it? Because maybe you don't know this, right? Because 93% of people, it could be soap. It could be toothpaste. Uh, toothpaste, probably not every month. But anyway, it, 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 it's, a, it's a show, it's, it's a subject from a show we just covered on The Difference Between Us podcast. So this is a test. Do you listen to that podcast? Do you? It's pizza. Yeah, 93% of us say we buy this every month. Pizza, pizza is, like we mentioned on that podcast, it's sort of become, you know, just a, a regular food that we eat all the time. This is, this is a, is this, now see, when I read this, 93% of people say uh, they buy this every month. Is this just American people? Was this a worldwide survey? I'm guessing it's just American, but I don't know. All right? How can you do that? How can you do a worldwide survey like that? You're asking somebody in Argentina, do you buy pizza every month? They wouldn't say it like that. They'd use their language, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, it is pizza. And I agree, uh, we buy a couple of things of pizza every month. It's a, it's a fave in our house. 
All right, let's end this podcast and start your day with a deep thought. Uh, it is this, what you enjoy is much more important than what you have. How true is that, right? My goodness, right? Well, let's think about what you enjoy is more important than what you have. What if you have a lot of things and you have a lot of bills and then you have to go to work a lot to pay those bills? How much are you enjoying your life? Truthfully, if I could, if I, you know, if I was smarter, you know, as a young man, I would have simplified things much, much more so that I had more time to enjoy life and do things that I enjoy. But as you get older, you know, you start getting bills, you start collecting all that stuff. And now because of the things you have, there's less joy. Mm, See that? It's like a math equation. Thank you everybody for tuning into this podcast. I have a blast doing it. I really had fun with that content and you're going to get more of that type of content. Even if it's a less, a lesser version of this show, a shorter version, uh, the, the, I don't want to, um, sacrifice the quality and the enjoyment for just having just content. That's not really that fun to talk about because my biggest thing when it comes to delivering this show is I I like to have some commentary about it. And hopefully you enjoy that commentary because I'm inserting myself into this podcast because that's what it is. My podcast. So I'm really glad you guys are hanging out with me and, uh, enjoying this content, but, uh, that's it. You lovely people have an amazing week and a weekend and take care of your fellow travelers on planet earth. I'll be back on Monday with more bite-sized goodness. Cheers.